previously on ImpTab Avatar. We met our trio of companions, the knowledge seekers of Wanshitong's library, Jetsun, the air nomad, Zaya, the waterbender, and Amar, the amnesiac firebender. Jetsun and Zaya had just returned from a very interesting vacation gone wrong in which they lost their companion Lobseng to the Dai Li after discovering that they were doing some stuff that maybe wasn't so great. And upon returning, they discovered that a prisoner had been captured, a certain Amar Ukami, who was the only link that our heroes have to trying to figure out what happened to the scrolls that were stolen from the restricted section. They gathered together with Wanchitong to interrogate Amar and discovered a true emptiness within his mind. A loss of all of the memories that came before, but also a condition of openness to being able to learn and to grow anew. And so, after bonding a little bit, learning a little bit about each other, our heroes decided that it was time to head out to Ba Sing Se to find Lob Sang and hopefully bring him back to the library. What's going to happen on their trip? Let's find out here in the world of... 10,000 things. What's shaking, everybody? You're listening to ImpTab Avatar, the Avatar Legends actual play where we make up almost everything on the spot. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and today I'm joined by... Caleb Anderton, local pig wrangler. McKenna Steele, I like bacon. And Christian Randall, the vegan. <laughs> no, you're not. That's, that is a bald-faced <laughs> lie, Christian, you know it. No, I am an omnivore. No, but I feel like if we were to be vegan, it would be mostly because we can't afford meat. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag 2022. 2022, we owe for our tax returns. That sounds like the perfect reason to start ignoring the real world and get into a fake world for a little bit. Yes, please. (laughs) Where we eat cabbages. Yeah. So... We're going to pick up with you guys as you are preparing to head out from Wanshitong's library to Bossing Say by way of the Misty Palms Oasis, because, you know, you got to go through Misty Palms to get to Bossing Say. So is there anything that you guys want to do to finalize your preparations before you head out into the desert? Um, Amar actually would like to go over to uh, the pile of scrap metal and rubble. Mm-hmm over in the corner of his cell and sort of dig through that and see if he can find any small little piece that sparks a memory that he might be able to take with him, perhaps. Yeah. You're looking through and you can find there is one particular piece that it looks almost like a sign. There's a single character painted onto it, the character Fee. And it looks like it was snapped off halfway along. All right. I'm going to slowly just uh, turn that over in my hands, feel the broken edge, feel the smooth edges, and then carefully and thoughtfully tuck it into the inside pocket, one of the inside pockets on my jumpsuit. Yeah. And as you place it into your jumpsuit, you notice something else in the pocket that also has been really confusing you. Uh, A very, very fine signet ring. Interesting. I have looked at this signet ring a few times over the past several days not knowing what it is but I'd like to look at it and turn it over in my hands and look at really focus on the detailing and try to see if I can figure out anything about this ring yeah I don't think this would be quite assessing a situation but we can have you roll to rely on your skills and training because you are a firebender that's a 12 very nice 
Yeah, as you've been examining this, there is definitely a flame motif to this that you've been trying to figure out, like, okay, what's what's special about this fire? And something kind of clicks in your mind, and you realize, oh, this fire is, like, the signet of the Fire Lord. Hmm. That is interesting. <laughs> I wonder how I got this. <laughs> I say that to myself, and I just tuck it away again. All right. You head off to meet up with your friends. What have your friends been doing? I have been scuttling and scurrying around the library, just muttering to myself under my breath, I need to grab this, and I need to make sure I grab that, and it would be important to have a treatise on the Earth Kingdom, and perhaps uh, the Water Tribes as well. And I'm just gathering a whole bunch of different general and basic knowledge that I want to kind of start filling Amar in on. I make sure to hit the uh, etiquette section. (laughs) (laughs) He needs to make sure he learns proper respect for the library and those in authority, but by the end I've got a comically large bag to put on my back that I have to actually use airbending to lift up before it settles onto my back. Every single time I have to kind of stomp my foot to have it go before it it goes on my back. And I topple over half the time. (laughs) Yeah, what do you think Jetsun weighs by himself. Oh, I mean, he's older, but not the nice round kind of older, more like the sharp edges kind of older. He's a scrawny little man. So we're talking like a buck 20 soaking wet, right? Yeah, like really honestly pushing 120 pounds. <laughs> yeah, you with this backpack on, you weigh 180 pounds. It's wow. a big backpack. <laughs> Where are the muscles for that? <laughs> In my back. <laughs> my, my back just looks like rope, just like pure it's like, muscle. It's like when Boomy takes off yes. his, his robes and everything, <laughs> except it's just your back. Very King Boomy, but just in the back. Oh my gosh. I love it. You'll have to teach me your workout. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of balancing on my glider. That weirdly makes sense. And Zaya, you see Jetsoon start walking past with this massive haversack on his shoulder. Wow, uh, do you need any help with that? I, I believe I, I can carry this. You know, you could be helpful. Um, I didn't actually complete the requisition form, and I'd have to walk it all up to the third floor. Uh, would you be able to be a deer and take this up there for me? And I pull up this scroll that, like, unfurls past my feet and rolls on the floor a little bit, just because I've got so many books I'm asking to take out of the library. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Um... I'll be right back, and I'll bolt up to go take it. Hey, hey, wait up. I'll come with you. And you see Amar rushing out of his room. Doesn't really have much to grab, but, you know, stuffing a few things in his pockets, maybe twirling the mustache with a little more candle wax. And before she uh, fully gets away, I say, Wait, thank you so much for helping. As a thank you, let me go ahead and... I pull out a little uh, piece of charcoal, and I scribble one more name of a book at the bottom. I'll make sure to bring a book along uh, for you as well, not just for Amar. And I shuffle back into the uh, stacks to grab another book for her. <laughs> I'm going to look at what you just wrote. I, I mean, I have to like go through lots of parchment, <laughs> but I'm going to look at the bottom. Uh, at the very bottom, you see it just written in my surprisingly neat but very cramped handwriting, a treatise on the Water Nation and a deep dive into their history. 1,000 years. Oh, new care. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right, let, let's run upstairs real quick and take this up to them and get on our way, I guess. Okay. And as you're kind of 
rolling up the scroll after feeling this, oh man, he does care. You feel a little tap on one of your earlobes and Marmar glances back in Jetsun's direction as he's hobbling away and rolls his eyes. Well, I know I know he's trying to do it to get on my good side, but I mean, at least he's trying, I suppose. And he just like shrugs his little hamster shoulders. That's mean. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we'll we'll stop and get you some more little treats in my room because I forgot a couple things anyway. So we'll stop and get more of those, okay? And I'll give him a little scritch between the ears. I, I love you too. Hey, sorry, I, I no, don't no. want to interrupt uh, your moment with your hamster there, but uh, <laughs> I just wanted to ask. I mean, I, I've never. This is an interesting position for me. I just wanted to get more of a feel for uh, the both of you before we, you know, leave on a mission where who knows how long we'll all be stuck together. I just want to get to know you better, and you seemed a bit more approachable than uh, the other guy, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, he's... I know he's been through a lot, and uh, he has been around for a long time. I mean, he knows a lot of information. He's one of the hardest workers here. Um, he just has high expectations for everybody. And once you get to know him, he really does soften up a little bit. But he, he tries to lead by example, which might not always work for him, but he, he means well. He's sweet. But that is good. I mean... I'm sure we can, uh, you know, find some ways to uh, to get to know each other and to have a bit of fun along the way. I'm just, I'm excited. This It feels like the whole world has opened up before me, you know, because uh, there's not much behind me right now. And, um, uh, yeah, I mean, what about you? How long have you been here? What's, what's going on? And I'm asking as we're kind of, you know, trudging up the stairs. Well, I've been here probably about a couple years now. Originally, I came here trying to find this one group of people that left my village. They were going and just out exploring. It was a, it was a long time ago. We're not really the best at keeping records. We're just a really small village. But they went out, and nobody ever heard from them again. And I, I love a good mystery, and so I came out here originally looking for that. But uh, I kind of just fell in love with the place. I mean, everybody gets along for the most part. Everybody has the same intentions I do of just learning and I I feel like I found kinship with a lot of the people here and it's all for a good cause of learning and helping Wanshitong and I don't know I just felt at home so I haven't really it's moved down on my list of important things to get done eventually but for now I find myself feeling a little bit more happy just doing what I'm needed to for the betterment of the group. That is very cool. I mean, um... Thank you. From what I have seen, you all have been very, um, welcoming to (laughs) even a person who, uh, reportedly, I did not have the best intentions toward you, and I do apologize for that. I wanted to let you know. I think it is promising that you have found a family here. Perhaps that is a bit of what I am looking for, too, so maybe our, um, what we are seeking is something that, uh, intersects there, if you know what I mean. Yeah, maybe we're all looking for the same thing and we can find it together, kind of what you're saying? Yes, maybe. (laughs) I don't really know what I'm looking for, but uh, (laughs) it seems like you got it. You are young, but... And then I kind of glance at the hair, like, just a little confused. I'm like, "Uh, yes, but but you seem to have things, you know, sorted out. Well, when I first got here, I did it. And honestly, I was running more than seeking something out, if I'm being completely honest. Running from what? But, oh, just home. You know, every every kid wants to 
run away from home and go and do their own thing and just leave it all behind. And But, it, I mean, it, it doesn't matter right now, but I think everybody has some level of good in them, and everybody is willing, if they're willing to, can change. And the fact that you're already offering to help gives me a good idea that you're willing to. But maybe, I don't know, maybe you're just faking it and then you're just trying to get more information. But So if you're doing that, then don't don't do that because <laughs> uh, I'm really close with Zhang Tao and he could probably come up and beat you up even though I could take you but um, just as like a fair warning um, don't mess with us if that's what oh, you're no. doing but if you're not doing that then I accept you I, I got you don't worry it's <laughs> I uh, it's okay I, you know I, I like to have friends and you know people who can you know, hold their own, who can, you know, rip my face clean off if they had to. That is uh, that's a good quality. I, <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. Uh, yeah, I, I I wouldn't do that. Okay, good. I, I would hope you wouldn't, just just for the sake of, I, I wouldn't want that to happen to you. It'd be really unfortunate for you. But do you ever have some fun? Do you ever, like, mess with people around here? Do you ever mess with, with Jetsung or anything like that? Or oh. anybody else around here? I just, I feel the itch. To do something fun. Oh, I mess with them all the time. Like, Zhang Tao, I, listen, we're close, but I'm pretty sure half the time he hates my guts because of the crap I pull with Really? Him. So, I think if you and I start working together, I think we can make some really, really big plans to handle some of the, peop- the people here. <laughs> I mean, I've gotten in trouble quite a bit. I, everybody loves me, I just know that for a fact. But... I've gotten into quite a bit of trouble because of the stuff that I pull. So, if I have a partner, then I don't get in as much as trouble because it's being split between the two of us. I really like this idea. This is fun. Don't worry. I will sense it out. I have a fifth sense for things like this. Okay, perfect. Um, We can start like a little notebook and we can start writing them down, our plans of what we can do. Because this one time, um, it was, was it Young Tan? Or was it Young Tao? No, it was the both of them. That's what it was. It was the both of them. And I put all this confetti inside of uh, the book with a spring. And so when they opened the book, the whole confetti went everywhere. You didn't. Granted, I had to clean it up. But I think think they both about wet themselves. And it was the best day of my life. Oh, that is... (laughs) I mean, I... I feel like I've probably done some pretty bad stuff, but that's that's like another level. You've got to be careful with... Oh, wow. Yeah. So, if we have two brains working on it, I think we could really make them just kind of blow their brains, you know? And speaking of fifth senses, Jetsun, you finally <laughs> found your book and you feel a cold wind move across the back of your neck. <laughs> and looking around, I spot a bit of glitter on one of the shelves and shakily raise my hand to dust it off, shivering, remembering the horrible day. <laughs> and finally, Zaya and Amar, you have reached the circulation desk up on the third floor. And, you know, speaking of people that you've found some kinship with here at the library, you see Shin Lai is sitting at the circulation desk. She's got her chair kicked back onto two legs, and her legs are crossed up on the desk itself. And as you approach, you notice she's reading one of her seedy romance scrolls that she loves so much. And you can see (laughs) the title of it is uh, Two Lovers, Two Hearts, Four Lips. (laughs) 
Um, what? <laughs> she really likes historical romance novels, so it's about Oma and Shu, uh, the the two lovers after which the cave is named. But yeah, she sees you guys approaching, and she lowers it a little bit so that just her eyes are showing above the top of it. Uh, but she's smizing. You can tell she's got a big smirk on her face as you approach. Oh, you reached the best part, didn't you? It's all the best part. <laughs> and she rolls up the scroll and says, Now, what can I do for you, hon? Well, I've got a delivery for you from Jetsoon that I think you will just be so happy about. And I go ahead and I just, like, I unfurl it, throwing and unfurling it onto her desk. <laughs> and it rolls all the way down the circulation desk. And she looks at it and uh, she makes no noise, but she just kind of puts her fingertips up to her temples and then starts looking through the list. And she gets to the very bottom where she notices the last book kind of haphazardly scrawled. And she grabs her own quill and she's like, I'm just going to add something to this list real quick. And she scribbles something down and says, I'll be right back. And she goes into the bookshelves. I mean, he's already carrying like 40 pounds. What's like 10 more? Yeah, we need to build up his legs, you know. He should be doing some squats. Maybe that's one of the things I'll work on. Just doing exercises for him every day. That's good. We could do them every morning as a group bonding time. And you look down at the name of the scroll that she wrote. And the title is Lift With The Legs. The dangers of repetitive back strain and the healing techniques thereof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, she already read our minds. <laughs> there you go. And she shows back up with the book and hands it to you. And she takes the scroll and says, well, my afternoon's all full. Uh, I hear you guys have a nice, fun journey ahead of you, though. Yeah, we're going to go uh, to the Oasis and pick some stuff up and say hi to uh, Jitsun's friend there and... We'll be on our way. I hope it. I hope it goes well. I don't. I don't really know. I don't know how I feel about the whole thing. If I'm being honest. Yeah, it's definitely pretty messy. Uh, it's it's a little quiet without Lob saying here. I mean, he was never the loudest guy, but he's a comforting presence. Yeah. Um, you might want to check with Wanchi Tong on the way out. I think I remember him saying something about an errand at the Misty Palms Oasis. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, that'll be perfect. I gotta grab some stuff from my room anyway, so we probably wouldn't leave for another minute. Um, we can go do that. Do you know where he's at right now? Uh, I think he's down in the rotunda, just kind of taking a day nap as usual, but, you know, he never minds when you wake him up. All right. Uh, well, thank you, and thank you for the additional book. I know it'll be absolutely helpful for him. And she leans over the desk towards you very seriously and says, you're the one who's going to need to read it. You're the waterbender. This is your job now. Oh. Okay. All right. Yep. Yep. Okay. I'll take care of it. <laughs> He'll learn how to lift with his legs, but you have to be ready to heal that herniated disc, if you know what I'm saying. That's disgusting. Okay. Yes. Um, I will work on improving my bending, um, and I will read this. So excited. And she leans in even a little bit further, and she says, Zaya, I know that you've always felt kind of like you weren't a good bender, but you're a good bender. I mean, I've watched what you do. I just water You're the good plants. at your job. I just water the plants. Hey, if you're not watering them, no one's watering them. And then we got a bunch of dead plants in here. And that would be pretty bad. It wouldn't look good. It would make the whole place look just... What? Yeah, it would make the place look like it did before you showed up and John Tao was in charge of watering the plants. Okay, well then I will go get the list of plants I told him to water back and give it to you. And she's like, okay, fine. Somebody's got to take over your work while you're gone, I guess. Thank you. Let's go run back to my room, pick up a couple snacks for Momar, 
grab my little notebook and then we should be able to just stop and see Wan Chitong and then go. Does that sound good to you, Amar? Yeah, I mean, sure. Okay. Let's okay. go. From room. <laughs> I, what? <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. Well, yeah, well, vroom, vroom. Um, we'll just go stop by my room and then we'll go to Wan Chitong. Um, you can just head there. And Shin Lai, as you're walking away, says, have fun, sweeties. And she gives you a little wave and a wink. Like my mom. <laughs> See, when I talked about people who could rip your face clean off, I feel like she could do it. Oh, absolutely. I haven't seen her, but I feel like I have. But with her words. And as Zaya is speaking, you see Marmar is on her shoulder, just like grabbing at her face and pulling on her cheek with his little paws. Ow. 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 <laughs> For something so small, you really do hurt sometimes. It's okay. Thank you for apologizing. So you guys go and grab your stuff and eventually meet back up with Jetsoon. You slip one more book into his backpack. As you guys approach the rotunda to speak with Wan Tong, you walk into the darkness and you're like getting ready to tap him on the shoulder. And he goes, I have been pondering the situation that you are moving into. And he turns his head around 180 degrees towards you. <laughs> As soon as he begins speaking, I was reaching up to tap him and I just immediately fall flat on my butt with the big old bag pulling me backwards. <laughs> and for the rest of his speech, I'm just like trying to stand back up. <laughs> yeah, he pays no mind to your sprawled form <laughs> and instead says, The Dai Li are the secret police force of Ba Sing Se. There is much mystery about them, so as much we do not know. But we do know that... They are the first line of defense for the Earth King. And if there is corruption within the Dai Li, the Earth King is the one to whom you should speak, I would imagine. But you must be tactful when doing so. If the Dai Li find out that you are telling the Earth King that the Dai Li are corrupted, that could be a very bad situation for you. I have not yet met Earth King Jaloon myself, but uh, all the reports say that he is a bit of a bumbling man. But still, treat him with respect. He is a king after all. And I finally heave myself up with like a little bit of a arm flapping, air bending push. And I stumble back to my feet. Of course, uh, we will certainly, uh, I will brush up. I did bring a book on etiquette within the Earth Kingdom. Uh, so I will be brushing up all of our uh, decorum before we speak to the king. Yes, just make sure that you're not saying daily are corrupt on every street corner you pass. Bossing say has ears. Absolutely. I believe there is a public complaints square in the lower ward. I might start speaking there, but uh, we won't say it on every corner. That would be inappropriate. Yes, I will trust your judgment. Also, though, uh, if you could run one other errand for me along the way, I've been expecting a delivery of rare books as a goodwill gift from the Beifong family, but they have not arrived yet. I'm a little worried that something may have happened to Tokushi, our mailman. We are heading directly there from here so we will make sure to send him on his way when we see him at the oasis more than likely he's simply speaking to lang Yin and has had one too many drinks today yes that's certainly a possibility he also has a brother who lives at the oasis as well i believe he's a bit of an entomologist he likes to go out and collect bugs in association with bossing say university so perhaps he's meeting with him I just hope that nothing unfortunate has happened to the books. As do I. Um, while we're traveling, I'll probably scrawl another P 
picture of that insect I saw then. I wasn't aware he had a brother that was a seeker of knowledge as well. This is quite exciting. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I suppose that is all that I have for you for the moment. Is there anything that you need from me before you head out? I don't want to <clears throat> push, and obviously our accommodations are always wonderful, but uh, we have not <clears throat> received a monthly stipend. And I'll, I'll just lean over to <laughs> Zaya, and I'll be like, what do you mean? We get money? I didn't even know that. This is awesome. <laughs> I mean, it's like supposed to go towards like, our trips, um, and then sometimes personal things. Like this is that. going to be a trip full of personal things. This is going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully they're your personal things, because you can't remember them. Touche. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And Wanshi Tong looks down at you and says, Ah, yes, I have been a little absent-minded lately. And he walks over to one of the corners in the rotunda and opens up a little desk. And he comes back with a bag in his beak. And he drops it on the ground in front of you. And you hear the delightful clanging of gold coins inside of it. As always, we are much appreciative. I will make sure to dole these out appropriately. And we will leave expeditiously. And I... I, I use a little bit of air bending to just kind of like push it across the floor and pick it up real quick. I kind of have to like kick it up a little bit because I can't bend over. <laughs> and he says, very well then, best of luck on your journey. And he turns his head back around 180 degrees and goes silent. And all he hears is the shuffle, shuffle, click, shuffle, shuffle, click of my sandals and walking stick as I start shuffling out uh, behind the other two. And you get to the entrance. Uh, Yung Tan is still the only one who's guarding the entrance at the moment, but your giant rhinoceros beetle is still there, the one that you've borrowed from the beetle-headed merchants. So the desert is yours. Before we head out, I'm going to go ahead and reach in and give Amar half of the gold and give Zaya the other half. And then I'm going to pull out my pouch of the monthly stipend that I had already gotten um, and give them both a wink and say, as this is a special expedition, I thought it appropriate that we be properly outfitted. Oh. But I trust in your discretion. You, my friend, I like you so much more already. That was fantastic. <laughs> I just give him a big old pat on the back and I immediately fall flat on my face. <laughs> oh, oh. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Come here. I, up, uh, up, uh, up. Yeah, you go. There we up, go. Up. Come on. And then I take my, my staff and I bop him on the head oh. and I say, You should not celebrate my trickery. This was a one-time event and it should not become the norm. Of course, of course not. Do not you worry. We will loosen you up yet, my friend. <laughs> I kind of scowl at that and then I reach in to my bag, shuffle around and pull out a scroll. We will begin your teaching as we ride. I don't want to waste a minute. This is a very unique opportunity. <clears throat> and I, I clear my throat and unfurl the first scroll. Okay, am I, I, can I be, I just want to say, can I be like... The driver? The driver. <laughs> no, no. So you, as you're driving, I, I open up the first scroll and I just kind of like plop Amar down to begin his first lesson. I imagine I'm sitting on the back of the beetle and you're like above me on the apex of the beetle. And <laughs> yeah, this, oh boy. And anytime you stray or don't pay attention, I kind of pop you on the on the head with my, uh, exactly. With, That's so good. With the staff. <laughs> and the first one I open up and I read the title and I say... <clears throat> The Study of the Five Senses by Jing Tong. And we begin our first lesson. <laughs> like already oh snoring. Gosh. Yeah, Zaya, Zaya is like, she's sitting like she's driving, but she's not really driving because she has also fallen asleep. <laughs> and it's just this monotonous droning voice that goes on and on. Oh, 
and you go through the hot day, the sun scorches overhead, and as it begins to set in the distance, and as it begins to send its purples and pinks and ambers across the sands, you see off in the distance a pillar of mist rising up over the dunes. And as you crest the final dune, you can see the Misty Palms Oasis in all of its splendor. In the very center of this little walled village, a magical iceberg somehow preserved here in the middle of the desert, giving off this mist into the dunes around it. You can see trees dotting the landscape. You can see apartments and shops all around the inside of the perimeter of this ring. You hear people laughing and chattering already from this distance, and you catch a delightful fruity smell upon the wind. <coughs> Whoa, so, <coughs> sorry. I, what is that smell? That is incredible. Very good. Smell is one of the five senses. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, of course. <laughs> I was listening very well, you can tell. <laughs> I think there may be hope for you yet, son. But that smell is a special treat. Actually, one of the reasons I came here with you, I, I of course, will be filling your head with as much knowledge and good as we can, but we must fill the body as well. Come with us. We're going to go and uh, visit a friend of mine, Leng Yin. She'll have plenty of this fruit, and I'm going to go ahead and whip up a pie for us. All right, I'm excited. <laughs> I'll kind of lean over to lean over to Kaya. What the heck is a pie? <laughs> it's like a pastry. Do you know what a pastry is? It's okay. I'll figure it out. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's food and it's really good. Okay. And good. Sweet. That's all I need. Um, and he's actually not he's actually not really bad at it either. He actually does a pretty good job. That's good. Just maybe a little slice because it's it's really sugary. All right. I will remember. So you guys eventually make it down to the wall that surrounds the Misty Palms Oasis, and you walk in, and there's just this delightful, laid-back atmosphere here. You can really feel like a wall of difference as you walk through from this sweltering, scorching desert into this very calm area. There's a spiritual energy here that rejuvenates you, not only with the coolness coming off of the iceberg, but also with this otherworldly rejuvenation of the spirit world. And you approach the iceberg in the center, and you see there's a little deer dog there who's licking up on the glacier and cooling itself off. There are kids who are, like, sticking their hands into it and trying to see how long they can hold them on before they have to take them off. And you pass by a couple of buildings and eventually make it to the establishment that is owned by your friend Leng Yin. Zaya, would you uh, be so good as to park the beetle? Uh, I'm going to go in and uh, get things ready for us. Yeah, yeah, I'll time up just right over here and then I'll be right in. And Jetsun, you head into the establishment and it's nice mood lighting inside here. There's a couple like firefly lanterns around the place. There's low tables scattered throughout the room and there's a person up on a little raised platform to the side playing a tsungi horn, just some nice musical ambiance for the place. And you look to the bar and you see Leng Yin is back there. She's talking to a customer at the moment. And the customer's like, uh, can I get some sweet bean ice cream? And she's like, uh, sorry, doll. We, our sweet bean shipment got a little bit delayed, unfortunately. And she casts a glance over at a figure who's sitting at one of the tables, just kind of staring daggers. 
and you look over and you see there's Tokushi, the mailman, and he notices her staring at him and kind of shrinks down into his shoulders a little bit. He's wearing kind of a pith helmet looking hat that has the insignia of the Earth Nation postal system on it. And the customer's like, oh, well, that's unfortunate to hear. Could I get maybe some sweet bean mochi? And she says, uh, no, uh, a sweet bean shipment got delayed a little bit. And she extends another little glance over at Takushi and he says, oh, oh, let me ask my wife what else she wants. And he steps away from the bar and he's over to one of the tables. So I'm going to first, I'm going to start shuffling up toward Leng Yen. And as I do, I'm going to cast an eye over to the Pai Show table and just take a quick glance. And as I occasionally do, I'm just going to kind of sigh in frustration and do a quick little air bend, just kind of flick my finger and move one of the pieces because the person is playing wrong and it's just <laughs> driving me crazy. So I just keep walking towards the bar. Oh my gosh. And you make it up to the bar and Leng Yin has her back to you. She's got a pair of ice picks that she's twirling around with great dexterity and she's chopping up a pineapple and some mango, mixing them all together into this little bowl of ice and turns and sees you. And she gets a big old smile and says... Oh, Jetsun, it's been so long since you've been here, honey. Lang Yin, it's so good to see you again. I hear you've been having some issues with uh, your deliveries. And I, I also cast a withering glare <laughs> over at the postal men. And by this point, he's less ashamed and more just kind of like, what the heck? What's going on? <laughs> and I say in a not, not quite quiet voice, I say, we have also been having some delays in our deliveries. Perhaps there is uh, some sort of issue that we could help with. And she says, you should go talk to him about it. Apparently he ran into some troubles out near Siwong Rock. Oh no, that's that's actually quite bad. I, I thought he was just being lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Again, not lowering my voice. <laughs> and so I say, well... Listen, I have a friend uh, who hasn't yet tried one of my pies. Would you mind terribly getting some supplies ready for me? I I'll just be a moment back in the kitchen. And I slide a little gold piece across. But first, I probably should speak with him. And she takes the coin and flips it between her fingers a little bit. And she says, for you, doll, my kitchen's always open. Oh, such a sweet talker. And I, I look to see uh, if the other two have come in yet. But, but uh, okay, next time. Next time, I dare you. I dare you to lick the ice thing in the middle. I, well, okay, here's the thing. I am a, whether or not I like to bend, I am a water bender. Yeah, but... Uh, I don't think it'll go over as well as you want it to. I mean, see, that's why you're the perfect candidate. If you get stuck, you can just bend yourself out. Oh, uh, we can, well, maybe we could do, like, bets with the people and be like, oh, like, I bet that... She can get her tongue unstuck, and then I can secretly waterbend, and then we can make money off of it. Done. Okay. You guys are already coming up with, like, con jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Let's shake on it. I'll spit in my hand and shake. Oh, oh uh, sure. <laughs> that sounds like a toot. <laughs> Whoa. Hold on, let me try again, let me try again. Or, or I can hack the I'm gonna stop. Okay, we shake hands. <laughs> and Marmar goes crawling down your arm onto the top of your clasped hands and pats your thumbs with his little paws to seal the pact. Hey, Marmar, I'll bring him up to my face. Did you know you and I share a middle name? Little quizzical look. I guess maybe. Th th it's the second. My name is Amar, and you are Marmar. That's, I mean, 
the name ends both ways. It's not quite a middle name, but you know what I mean. And Marmar uh, kind of tilts his head back with a confused look and just gives you some little hamster finger guns and calls Hamster finger guns. Hamster finger guns. There you go. There's a merch item for you. <laughs> so I will come up to them, and in my old age, I did not quite hear their nefarious plans. So I'll just hobble up. It seems like we can perhaps hit two skunk birds with one stone, <laughs> as the saying goes. And I'll point out the postman. Yeah, and you look at the low table and you can see uh, Tokushi is sitting there. And then across the table from him as well is another gentleman. And uh, they're talking in a very familiar kind of way. You figure perhaps this is Tokushi's brother. And Tokushi, his face is very round, round nose, round ears, big smile. And his brother's face is very, very tall, very high, ridge-like nose. And you see that he is dressed much more in like the traditional garb of the sandbenders, as opposed to his brother's more official career uniform. Would you two be so kind as to perhaps speak with him and see what's going on? Apparently he ran into some issues in the desert. Um, and I'm a little shy about it, but I did draw this picture of this bug that I saw. If you could deliver it, I would be very happy. I just, I really need to get back to the kitchen if you two would, wouldn't mind. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, we got it. We, Don't worry. We're like a dream team, if you will. Skunk birds dead. Don't worry. And I don't remember those, but uh, judging by the name, I do not think I want to. No, no. <laughs> and I look at how friendly they're being and sensing that perhaps this might be a dangerous pair to have together. I kind of squint my eyes and shuffle backwards towards the kitchen, making sure they don't immediately get into trouble. All right, let's go grab a couple drinks. One for the four of us. Not not one to share, but like one for each of us, so four in total. Got you. Um, and maybe that's like a way to break the ice and just go sit down and chat. Okay, okay. Here, you go talk to them. I will bring the drinks. I'm the new guy. Okay. And I'll walk over. Well, Takushi, how are you? It's been a minute. Ah, uh, yes, it has been a little minute. I've been a little bit better in the past. I've run into some difficult times over the past couple days here. Yeah, uh, we've definitely noticed that something's been going on. Uh, do you mind if we sit? My, my friend's just grabbing us uh, all a couple drinks. Do you mind if we just sit and kind of hang out while we're waiting for Jetsun to finish this whole pie business that he's trying to do? Oh, not at all, not at all. Bari, let's make some room for our guests At here. this moment, I'll walk over and I've got procured four drinks from the front of the establishment and hello i'm a new guy here but uh i brought you some drinks it's on us don't worry we had a payday <laughs> and bari takushi's brother gives you a little smile and says that's mighty kind of you you can join us anytime then good thank you it's always good to have more friends so uh bari um there was one thing i did want to bring up with you um actually it's just so serendipitous that you're here jetsoon is uh very very humble and was afraid to give this to you with and want to make sure he didn't seem like he was bragging but he did draw this picture of a bug that you might like and he was very proud of it and wanted to give it to you um since you're all into bugs he, he said you are very into etymology <laughs> yes that's the word yes uh entomology uh, oh if, if we're 
If we're talking about words, etymology is words, entomology is bugs. It's a common misunderstanding. Oh, I got you, yes. Well, thank you for... Yeah. Uh, anyway, the bug. For you. You hand him the little sketch of the bug, and he looks at it and says, Oh, a jaguar beetle. I've not seen one of these in quite some time. You were at Lake Laogai when you found this? He wouldn't know that. Uh, <laughs> where were you when you found this? At the lake. Oh, dear. Jaguar beetles are not an endemic species to bossing say. We could have a bit of an invasive operation going on here. The cabbage crops could be in great danger. Oh, well, I guess I'll add that to the list of things to do while we're in bossing say. Goodness. It's a very good thing your friend found this. I will have to inform my associates over at Bossing Say University about this. Oh, yeah, BSSU. I've heard about them. Go Bears. <laughs> I hope so everybody good. listened to so uh, to that episode. Yeah, this no yeah. Sense. Go listen to your radio silence if you want to understand that. <laughs> that reference. was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, well, and I'm sure you know Jitsun would be happy to hear about it um, when he gets finished with the pie. I'm sure he'd be more than happy to also give you a slice of his pie. Uh, wonderful. Well, I'm really glad we brought that up to you that that is really just fantastic and he says yes i've been studying the insects around these parts for quite some time that's why tokushi called me in on a bit of a special mission here uh why don't you tell these folks what happened and tokushi says well i was out on my sand sailor and you know siwang rock out in the middle of the desert has got a magnetic pull to it and that's how we navigate through the desert and I went perhaps a little bit closer to Siwang Rock than I should have, and turns out the place is infested with buzzard wasps. The entire place is one giant buzzard wasp hive. They uh, must have caught the smell of the sweet bean shipment that I was bringing here to Lang Yin, and they came down right on top of my sand sailor. They grabbed it and started carrying it back to Siwang Rock with them. Wow, the whole thing. The mail, the, the shipments, the beans, all of it. And Bari just says, they're big wasps. <laughs> wow. That sounds absolutely terrifying. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm doing all right. I, you know, avoided getting stung, which is a good thing. I got stung by one of those things back when I was a kid and my whole face puffed up. But uh, <laughs> yeah, now we're just trying to figure out how to get this stuff back. Well, I mean, we're... I'll have to check the jet soon, but I think Lobesang will be fine for another day or two. We can just make a pit stop. Oh, yeah. Where is Lobesang, by the way? Um... He, um... <clears throat> He's, you know, still out on another mission, but we're going to go and, um, we're going to go see how he's doing. Check up on him, hopefully bring him back. What an industrious young man. I admire that in a young person. (laughs) That is right. Yeah, he's just the best of us, ain't he? And yet soon, by this point, you've finished baking your pie. I come shuffling out. I've got my glider tucked underneath an arm, and I've got the pie kind of bouncing back and forth between my hands so it doesn't burn me before I place it on the table. Well, I think you're in for quite a treat today. I uh, had to kind of improvise with some of the ingredients, but I made sure to include the secret one, and I tapped the side of my nose. It's cactus juice. It's the quinchiest. You're going to love it. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I use my airbending a bit, and I kind of just slice the pie, and I offer some to the two brothers as well. I'm really hoping that it's like alcohol is in the baking process. The hallucinogens are baked out. <laughs> right. Amar and Zaya, do you eat the pie? 
Oh, yeah. Absolutely. This is not my first pie with cactus juice from this man. <laughs> yeah, you you both start chomping into it, and Takushi and Bari both politely decline. Bari's like, uh, I've got some work to do in the near future here, but thank you very much for your generosity, friend. Oh, absolutely. Another time, then. And, um... It's kind of like a blue, uh, sort of a light blue color the pie is for most of the ingredients that I put in there and kind of a whipped pie. So I'll just kind of pick it up and take a big old bite myself. And I'm going to look at him with a ton of food in my mouth. We're like, well, are you sure you don't... Are you sure you don't want any? It's like absolutely delicious. And you watch them suddenly like start to take over the entirety of your field of vision. (laughs) And... Tokushi turns towards Jetsun, who has not yet been affected by the ingredients of the pie, and says, "Uh, Perhaps it's best if we tackle this mission in the morning. It looks like your friends here are ready for a nap. And he gestures to Amar, who's just sprawled out (laughs) on his back on the floor. Well, now, are you sure you didn't get sung by the wasps? Because you guys are just blowing up right now. Are you sure you didn't get stung? (laughs) Are you sure? No, but are you sure? <laughs> and Bari places his hand on your shoulder and he says, We ain't been stung by any wasps, but you've been stung by the cactus, my friend. I'll see you in the morning. <laughs> and Bari and Tokushi stand up and head off to their lodgings. I'll see you in the morning. <laughs> and Lang Yen, knowing my propensity for pie making, hopefully already has a room ready for us. In my age, and with the amount of pies that I've had, I'm a little less affected, but it's still a good time. <laughs> so as the sun finally sinks down beneath the dunes off to the west and all of the bright evening colors are replaced with cool blues and purples, you take one last big stretch to relax before you head off on this dangerous journey. And I think that is where we're going to pick up next time. Man, this is nice. so fun, you guys, already. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Man. These characters are developing so quickly. <laughs> and so surprisingly, I didn't yeah. know these, I didn't know these things about myself. <laughs> That's improv for you folks. Uh, I had I had a thought of like when they're embossing say and Zuko warms up the tea, do you think like they would use that to warm up like a slice of pie and put ice cream on it and then warm up the pie so it like melts the ice cream. Ooh, that sounds good. Do you, right? That is exactly the kind of thing somebody on Cactus Juice Pie would be thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> or, could, or could they bake a pie? Like where they heat their hands up and then just like bake See, I was pie. thinking like I could blowtorch the pie like... <gasps> Creme brulee? Yeah, creme brulee. Oh, that's my favorite. Okay, this is just an in-character conversation now that they're having. <laughs> they're, they're like, I mean, I was thinking if I kind of light it on fire here, it might be tastier. You and know? this is where he actually gets all of his memories back. It turns out <laughs> cactus juice is was the trigger. The, the trigger and is good for Alzheimer's and dementia. Before we get too much further down this rabbit hole, <laughs> thanks everybody for listening to ImpTab Avatar, and we'll be back next time with more adventures in the world of Avatar Legends. If you want more, go ahead and subscribe, maybe even give us a review. We would be as happy as a trio of friends who are having the night of their lives if you go ahead and give us a positive review on the podcatcher of your choice. We're also all over social media at Improv Tabletop, so if you'd like to connect with us, you know, maybe you want to reach out to McKenna and compliment her on how pretty she is, don't be afraid to reach out to us. Let's go and do a round of plugs. 
Uh, McKenna, would you like to take it this week? So I'd like to plug how pretty I am. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What I would like to plug is, number one, hey, we have other types of stuff that we do called the Fate RPG system. It's really fun. We do um, everything improv at that time. We make up new stories. I guess it's every two months now, and it's really fun. Right now, we're doing the Merry Pokemon with Connor and JP and my Christian, and it's really fun. We also have a sister podcast called I Cast Fireball, and they're doing awesome right now. Ned's in it. He is Sleepo the Kobold, and he is so precious. And Caleb, I heard you are guest starring in that as well. I am, yeah. I got to be in a few episodes, and it's a good Good time. Absolutely wonderful. So go give it a listen. And then for a personal plug of my own, this summer coming to a land near you is um, warm weather. Go out, enjoy it. (laughs) Go hike. (laughs) Go do something fun and active because I'm so excited for summer because it's also my birthday. Yeah, I'm stoked to go and hop on some elephant koi in the uh, Kiyoshi Island oh, Bay. Oh, yeah. Oh, so good. Well, everybody, thanks for joining us here in the world of ImpTab Avatar 10,000 Things. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and I've been joined by... Caleb Anderton playing Amar Ukami. McKenna Steele playing Zaya. And Christian Randall playing Jetsun. Much love and stuff, everybody. We'll catch you next time on ImpTab Avatar. <laughs>